Hey guys, Jason coming at you again with the Code Half Project. I'm going to kind of rush this intro real quick because over in the corner, our wives are staring at us and we're doing this under duress. Getting side-eyed. Yeah. Well, they were complaining earlier. What was it? We never go anywhere or take them places or something? Yeah, or, we, we don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I go to work a lot. Mm-hmm. They can come with me, I guess, to that or <clears throat> get some out of the house. Less complaining would happen. Yeah. They have to sit in the back, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey you know how they used to i don't think they have this stuff anymore how you can like muzzle them and keep them quiet while they're back there oh yeah i mean i'd got those spit masks i wonder if we could do that other stuff yeah (laughs) or and i don't know anything about it the the, uh what's the red ball thing that you'll see uh oh yeah (laughs) at the special stores special (laughs) hmm i don't know Keep them quiet in the car and at home. Oh, look out. She's throwing something. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Anyway, we appreciate you guys being here again. I'm going to go ahead and just keep on talking. Uh, We're going to talk about cars. Uh, Like the movie? Huh? Like the movie? Oh, no, not the movie. Oh, it's going to be like, ka-chow. No, you know, like the (laughs) – I love that movie. (laughs) You know how, like, um, you know, when you're first starting, you've, you know, you're the new guy around, uh-huh. so you got to screw with everyone else, so that way you feel like you're, you feel like you're a part of them or whatever, because mm-hmm. everybody gives you the third degree when you start, and they're like, man, what's this guy like? Is he yeah. going to be the guy that shows up on the call? Is he cool and all that stuff? But uh, I had a supervisor that hated cats. And I, I'm pretty sure he hated cats. He never really talked about them a whole lot. Hell, he might love them for all I know. But uh, we always had strays that ran around in our department. Mm-hmm. And he was training a, a rookie one night. And I told his rookie, I'm like, hey, I'm uh, going to get a cat. He left his office unlocked. Oh, man. <laughs> and I put that cat in there. And then I learned real quick that, man, you can't trust this rookie. Because as soon as I told him that I was putting that cat in there, all of a sudden, the car comes back to the PD, and oh, they're going in the of office, and yeah, he's getting the cat out of but Ruined a good time. <clears throat> anyway, you know, I'm having fun with it, and there was another time this cat, and I don't run up to him and pet him or whatever, but I'm standing out in the sally port, and this cat walks up to me and starts rubbing up against me and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, this same uh, old guy I work with left his car unlocked. So naturally, I take the cat and throw into his car or whatever. And the car, I think it was still running, but it wasn't hot outside or whatever. And I go inside. We're inside and we're BSing and all that kind of stuff. Well, we're in there for like 45 minutes. I have no, I've forgotten all about the cat because we're laughing and all this stuff. And uh, we walk outside and I'm looking. You can see through the door into the sally port. There's a window cut out in it. And there's red and blue lights flashing. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? Because I didn't leave my shit on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're walking out there, and my buddy, he all looks at me, and he's like, oh, yeah, somebody's got jokes, huh? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'd forgotten about the cat. We go out there, and this damn cat is sitting on the dash of his car, just curled up into a ball sleeping. And I guess it had crawled across his center console nice. and activated half his shit. It even hit the button where his rifle was, and oh. his rifle fell out of the rack and oh, shit. Oh, wow. 
That's big. <laughs> well, and the thing that sucks is his car was unlocked, too. Oh, yeah. I locked that shit after I put the cat in there. But could you imagine that cat run through there and unlock that? And yeah. then the car's unlocked and could everything? Can you imagine what would have happened if he got a hot call and, like, the cat comes <laughs> flying off the dash? Everywhere. The shit's everywhere and the cat comes flying off the dash at him? I was hoping the cat would stay in there and he would get a call and he wouldn't know about it. But I guess the cat alerted him to it. But, I mean, I know that wasn't anything hilarious or whatever but that just remind me of the time you know the stories of screwing with each other and <clears throat> i ended up with a cat like that <laughs> exact same thing we were on a we had a guy uh there's a rental property and his i think it was his nephew or something was mad at him owed him money so the nephew went in and was like he of all the things in this house to take that the kid steals the hot water tank because that'll get him That'll show him. Anyway, he he. Was there sw- still water in the tank? Yeah, I he lugged it out and put it Those in the back aren't. of like a Toyota Corolla. Dude. <laughs> it was like a like a Camry or some small. It wasn't even a truck. Those things aren't light when they're full no. of water. No, I don't know how he got it out. Tweaker strength. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, he uh he had done all that, and we had to go in there, you know, the community caretakers, and make sure that the water wasn't running all over the rental property and. <laughs> Uh, that turned into a whole big old ordeal and went led into a warrant and everything else. And I get done at the end of the night and uh, go home and I look over in the passenger seat and there is a cat. And I don't know how long it had been there. It was asleep. It was just chilling. So, yeah, he lives with us now. <laughs> he won't. Yeah. And he doesn't go outside. Wait, is this the special cat? No, no. The special cat. The special cat. Moose. Moose. <laughs> yes, Moosey. Actually, I think I have audio. I gotta can we need to, can we add one of those buttons where we can we can do audio when we need it, you know, like the little noises? Oh, like a soundboard? Yes, I wanna put yeah. moose on there. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do that. Yeah. No, no, this one wasn't moose. This is Pudge, and he controls the weather. <laughs> on my way out here, I was telling her about moose. Oh, yeah. And what was it? Like a like a drop of flea spray or oh, some man. shit, and then all of a sudden, he wasn't acting right? Oh, dude. Yeah, so we had him. We had got him, and he was living He was living with us and being cool. Well, we kept hearing this meowing outside, really tiny meowing, and uh, ended up it was another kitten that was abandoned. So guess who got volunteered to go out there and chase that dude around until he caught it? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no names. But anyway, I catch it, and of course, you know, it being from the outside was covered in fleas, and uh, we tried to figure out what we could do, and I ended up going to Dollar General, which do not go to Dollar General for cat flea drops, because <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. This this stuff mutated this cat's DNA, I'm here to tell you, because he was normal. He was normal up until that point, and I still feel bad to this day. Uh, I question myself. I'm like, did I do this to that poor animal? I was trying to help it, but I, I just put I just put one drop on each of them. The one from outside lost its fur, looked like it hadn't mange. My daughter wouldn't touch it. She didn't want nothing to do with it. And then Moose developed a tick, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But basically, he has no equilibrium. And... <laughs> And you have to talk to him. Like when I come in, he'll get big salty if you don't, you know, acknowledge his presence. <laughs> like he'll be laying on the table. That's as high as he'll get. It's just on the kitchen table. And you have to walk through and be like, hey, Moose. But you have to acknowledge he's there or he will follow you around. <laughs> 
and he tries to climb you. And yeah, we could do a whole a whole other show on Moose. I'm gonna have to have him on here as a guest. <laughs> I was but, gonna say that could be the show mascot. <laughs> yes, and he he's not joking. If you've ever seen somebody that's like highly intoxicated and they're trying to walk that is that is moose when yeah. he's walking stumbles around everywhere and it, and you sent me a video before where you kind of just like walked by him and then moose is falling you around yeah. everywhere and it's meowing, meowing and meowing but it's funny as hell because then you get to that point where you're like hey moose and then he looks at you and he's all meow like yep. he knows that he you're knows talking to name. him like he knows and that's what i'm saying like I, you know, he's not just a cat. Like, I feel like he's sentient. So I feel like he blames me <laughs> for the way he is. Like, I altered I altered his DNA somehow. He's like. I gave him powers. He's like. That's what we told my daughter. I gave him powers. He's, like, he's an X-Man. Look at what you did, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. This is uh, all your fault. This is all your fault. God, I feel bad. <laughs> oh, that's right in the fields. <laughs> and here we are. We're supposed to be talking about cop stories. We're talking about dumbass well, cats. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if we're talking about cats. I mean, there's a. Uh, uh, I had a call about a snapping turtle at the bank once. Like he was in the drive-through. <laughs> random snapping turtle in the middle of town. I don't know how I got there, but he was huge. Trying to make a deposit. I guess. <laughs> He when was, they called you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah small town, man. We get called for everything. For, <laughs> so did you carry the snapping turtle out? Very or? carefully. <laughs> was he huge? It was massive, yeah. It was it was probably I mean, this thing had to be like 150 years old. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was huge. And it was not happy at us at all. Okay. But yeah, man, we catch we catch everything. Here, I mean, we're we're little code enforcement, you know, police, obviously, uh, animal control. Um, Seven thirty in the morning, somebody's pig gets loose. Guess who they're calling? Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. and then you get people yelling out the window, "Look, it's bacon chasing bacon." <laughs> you know, like keep that same energy and come help me. <laughs> I, uh, I've had the same thing before, calling about a pig, and I'm like. It, and it's, you know, it lives in the house with them. I guess you can house train the thing yeah. or something. Yeah. We have that. We have several people with, uh, one was a miniature pot belly pig and the other one, they actually, it chills in the house with them. Yeah. They do. It. I don't know how they do it. These things are insane. Uh, man. Well, and I get a call one time of a pig being out and we go over into the neighborhood and we're looking for the thing and. And I hadn't been doing this for very long, and I'm asking the guy that I'm with, I'm like, are we really doing this? And he was like, man, he goes, it's a call for service, so we're going to help him out. And I'm like, but it's a domestic pig. We're really going to come out here and look for this thing. Mm-hmm. And we're out there, it seemed like, for an hour walking around looking for this damn pig. And we finally are like, look, we can't do this all night. You know, we tried. We'll keep an eye out for it. So we go to the house where the pig belongs and the guy i'm with goes and knocks on the door and i'm standing behind him and i kind of look up the street and i was like what the hell is that and i shine my light and then i holler at my buddy i'm like hey will you come look at this shit and he's like what and i was like look at what's staring at me right now and then the house over this pig had walked around the edge of the house and was just standing there looking at me and I'm like, what the hell do I do now? And they're trying to talk me into chasing it and all this shit. And they're yeah. wanting to take a pig. These people called their pig 
And it came to them. Yeah, they're smart as dogs. I was like, holy I shit. Hear. I was like, I cannot believe that. I'm watching this pig run up to them, comes over towards them, then it slows down, and then kind of like, uh, when it gets near them, and then just walks in the damn house. And I'm, I'm like, back. did I really just witness this shit? I didn't think they were that smart. Yeah, they're freaking they're super smart. But, uh, yeah, we've uh, – pigs, definitely – pigs we've dealt with pigs i'll tell you the ones the ones i don't like i mean i'm not like super afraid of them but like snake calls like i don't yeah i mean we'll we'll go because i mean you know we want to try to help them but like we got a call one time uh this this girl's and his her husband was out of town and she kept here she heard a noise in the back room and she was freaked out and so uh we go over there and she's in the living room she says she's armed with a knife and, you know, she thinks somebody's coming to get her. And we get there, go through the back, and you can't hear nothing. So we're like, all right, well, I open the door and there's nothing. There's not even any windows in this room. So I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, I don't know. I heard something, though. I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of looking. It's a smaller room, not, not very big. And I'm kind of looking around and I, I turn to the right and I'm looking nothing and i turned back to the left and i shit you not anaconda was staring me in the face <laughs> this snake this was the biggest snake i had ever seen it was god it was a big around as a 44 ounce sonic cup uh for scale it was it was huge and it wrapped itself around the hot water tank for the heat damn yeah and uh his his name was mater <laughs> like from cars yeah yeah this guy uh he had a pretty impressive snake collection but he had like mater and maleficent and maleficent was apparently what are that that is an anaconda that's a water snake this one was like a big python or something but yeah he he was uh he was staring me right in the face well we end up having to grab this dude and like stuff him back in his enclosure which was not something i really wanted to do especially with it being that big and oh, you talk about strong i mean that it was all there but we ended up getting him stuffed back in his enclosure and we took the the guy had some telephone poles that he had cut into like 12 inch chunks so we set those on top of the lid so that it couldn't get out so we call it and we leave about an hour later we get a call back she's like that uh, there's another noise in the room and i'm like oh no oh no and uh so I load up and we get over there and my wife came with me on that. And sure enough, Mater had picked up the top of that enclosure and gotten back out again. And he was just there. I mean, it was huge. It was, you know, he's probably wrapped around that hot water tank. Cause it was warm. Probably that or that or it was just insane snake. Like, I don't know. You've heard my response to snake calls. Yeah. Tell them good luck with that, Central. <laughs> yeah, close it out. Yep, close that one out. Because <laughs> I'm not going. Yeah. No, I do not do snakes. You talk about not going to a call. There was a call. It was, uh, uh, I don't remember when it was, but it was cold. And they came across and said there was an MBA in, or motor vehicle accident. And it was a uh, car versus bear is what they said. Every unit that was remotely even close to us show me in route show me in route not and i really don't think it was because of like you know are are the people hurt which is your number one priority but this was whoa a car hit a bear <laughs> I like gotta i gotta go see this like this is going on this is going on TikTok. 
uh, I'm going to talk to the warden and try to end up with a rug. Anyway, we get out there and we start looking and, uh, you know, first we check on the people, but then you're like, everybody's trying to get to where this strike happened. And we get over there and it's, it was a deer. So they were like central. It was not a bear. It was a deer. And then you can hear all the units. Okay. Back 10, eight. Like they were upset. The excitement was gone. Yeah. A lot of cow calls. I don't want to hear about that. That's your favorite thing. No, it's not. Yeah. Cow calls are awesome. Yeah, and then the the people are in this belief that, um, what is it, that our state is a fence out state, not a fence in, and that they don't have to keep their cattle on their property and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, then why am I even responding? Yeah, because it's in the road. Then I don't know. I get so tired of hearing about the animal thing. But anyway, we've been talking about dumb crap. We actually going to talk about something a little more serious. Uh, If you want to go serious, there's a this is somewhat serious that there was a party on the south side of town. This is kind of following along the same animal track thing we got going. But uh, there was a party on the south side, and we're kind of watching it. We keep seeing people walk up, and you know, a couple cars pull in. And uh, we get to figuring out that it's a bunch of juveniles and their parents were gone. And so we we start calling everybody up, you know, call the boys like, hey, we got this big party. We're going to go bust it. And uh, once we get everybody around, you know, we make a plan because, you know, as soon as we pull up and red and blues come on, they're scattering. They're gone. Yeah. Um, So we were trying to, you know, get them contained. Well, we pull up. Naturally, they all scattered and they went out in the woods and they were hiding. And uh I come walking up to the fence line and I'm like, yeah, y'all need to come out, come out, you know, show me your hands, all that stuff. They're not listening. So I'm like, okay. And this is one of the few times that my Jedi mind tricks actually work. Cause I'm like, all right, look, you can come out or I'm going to release the dog. <laughs> Kids just start piling out of the woods with their hands up. Talk about, okay, all right, here we go. We're right here. And, uh, we got them over there and got them all sit down and we were starting to call parents and it wasn't, until then that they realized we didn't have a canine unit out there whatsoever, but it worked. Yeah. But <clears throat> one of these days I'll figure out, you got to believe that because we do have some around here and you never know if we're releasing it or not. You know, I went to the extent before or I was on a call with a guy where <clears throat> we're looking for a dude that's got a warrant. We're going through the house. He's not there. And we're talking to the person that's in the home. We're like, look, we know he's here. Where's he at? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the guy's talking to him. He's like, look, dude, I'm telling you he's not here. And the whole time he's doing that, he keeps looking up at the ceiling. So we're like, oh, okay, dude's in the attic. Mm -hmm. And we go over there, open up the the opening there to gain access to it. And we're hollering, you know, hey, you know, come on out, blah, 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 and all that shit. And the guy that I'm with says, look, if you don't come out, I'm putting the dog up there and the dog is coming after you. Yikes. And the guy's not saying nothing. He's not responding. Well, this guy that I'm with goes to the extent he starts barking like he's a dog. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the hell? This dude is not that stupid. He's not going to fall for this. And then the next thing you hear, he's, all right, I'm coming out. What? He's like, y'all just don't put that dog up here. I'm coming out. Well, the dude that was barking is laughing his ass off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just standing there. I'm like, what in the holy hell is going on? So we get this work? guy. He's at gunpoint. You know, he gets out and we get him down, put handcuffs on him and he's looking around and he goes, man, where's that dog? 
I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, that dog. He goes, I know he's here. I heard him barking because I guess the guy had like a fear of him or whatever. Really? <clears throat> so the guy that was doing the barking is like, man, that ain't no, there ain't no dog here. And he's like, yeah, there was. He goes, I heard the dog barking. And he goes, oh, you did? And then the guy goes, and starts barking like a dog. He looked at him and goes, man, you got me effed up and all this yeah. stuff. And we're like, dude, there wasn't ever no dog here. And I'm standing there. I'm like, man, I bet you feel like a dumbass, don't oh. you? <laughs> oh, yeah. That man, that the the ones that jump in the attic, they ain't playing. We no. had a we had a call about a disturbance, and uh, we got over there, and the guy that's causing the disturbance is like, "Yeah, I'm arguing with my girlfriend. She won't do whatever, you know." And I'm like, "Wait, we got municipal for your girlfriend. Where's she at? Oh, she's in the house. She won't come out." Uh, so I was like, "Okay." And you know that stuff never would have happened if that woman just listened to what he said. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> Multiple things could be solved if that would happen. Yeah. But, but yeah, we're getting evil-eyed over here. <laughs> this might be our last episode. Uh, if anything happens to us, <laughs> there will be a series of clicks. It's going to be Morse code. <laughs> Decipher that to find out who our killers are. But, uh, yeah, he he said she was in the house. I go over there, and I start hollering and don't hear anything. And uh, she won't come out. Well, the homeowner comes in, and she's like, what are y'all doing here? And she comes pulling up, you know, and I was like, hey, so there's a disturbance here, but he's saying, you know, him and his girlfriend got into it and uh, says she's here. Do you mind if we go in and look? And she's like, oh, sure. And I should have known by then, you know. Anyway, she was trying to play it off like she wasn't there, and she didn't know she was there and all that. So I'm like, all right, well, I go in, and as I'm walking through the house, I'm hollering for her. I'm like, come on, Sherry, just come out. Come on, we can get this taken over, you know, get this over with pretty quick. And uh, I start hearing movement up in the attic. So I'm like, okay, well, where's the, I was like, where's the crawl holes at? And I used to do heat and air, so I am, I mean, I ain't worried about getting in no attic. I'm like, all right. The lady's like, oh, I know there's one over there in the kitchen, and then there's one out here in the garage. I was like, okay. So I go to the one in the kitchen, and I'm hollering, come on, Sherry, let's go. Get down. Get out of the attic. Don't do it. So I'm, I'm talking to my partner, and he's trying to get a stick to push the other one up. Well, there was no, like, actual access, and we didn't have a ladder. So to get up there, he was having to boost me up. So I would walk from, from one end of the house, and she would go to the other. And it was just back and forth. Finally, I actually climbed up in the attic. I'm like, I'm getting I'm dragging her out. Done. I climbed around up there. I was like, where did she go? There's no way. I come down, dude. I'm sweating and filthy and covered in crap and insulation. And her uh, her mom <clears throat> was standing in the hallway. And so I go, I'm like, okay, look, where's she at? Just tell her to come on. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And right there, we were right next to the the what would be the furnace closet. And I started hearing <clears throat> like little weird noises. And I opened the door. And sure enough, there she is. She's wedged between the wall and the furnace. I was like, get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> I hooked her, and I was like, you know you're getting another charge, right, in addition to the warrant. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Was she actually up in the attic? Yeah, she had gone. She had been going back and forth. And then when I said, all right, I'm coming up there, she actually dropped down into that furnace closet and wedged herself between the two, but she got stuck. Those are some tight-ass places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, she's she's uh, not a very big person, so it was... There, was, there wouldn't be no getting stuck with me. They'd be like, it ain't happening. No. I ain't going down there. Shoot. I've seen in some of those, and there ain't no damn space around those things. No. 
No, there was, I mean, she's pretty small. That's She's on that Jenny Crank diet, so <laughs> she was able to fit pretty easily. Okay, guys, well, we're going to close this one out. Um, <clears throat> I guess we can close it out on the Crank diet, but... Uh, we're going to thank you guys for joining us on the Code Point Five podcast. Make sure to visit us online at www.code05.co, uh, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify or any of your favorite podcast players. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review online, and we'd appreciate it. But until then, you guys take care of yourselves.